Scott, I have a question for you. Sure. Now, you don't have to eat the sandwich. Okay. But if you were asked to design, like, construct what you, in your mind's eye, believe to be the most beautiful-looking sandwich, what okay. would you make? <clears throat> so if it's, if it's beautiful-looking and I don't need to eat it, there's probably going to be tomatoes on it. Yeah. I personally do not like tomatoes Same. at all. And, and like, I don't understand people's obsession with pudding. But, like, that red, like, belongs on a sandwich. Y yeah. Um, nice, big, leafy lettuce. Mm -hmm. Not not the, the shredded nothingness. Yep. And, and not, like... And, the... like, a nice dark green leaf, too. See, I'm, I'm thinking, like, even a, a light green leaf is fine. Because the... the... I bought a sub the other day, and yeah. it had... Um, little tiny dark frilly bits of, of lettuce and like it kind of looked ugly yeah i don't know i i just just a big old piece of iceberg or or, or even like like romaine yeah I, I where really... it's like the same green throughout it's yeah. just this nice hue yeah just, just just a single solid color um triangles of cheese uh probably white american yeah um and if we're going for beautiful, I don't know, turkey? Something with like a skin to it? No. Yeah, okay. Yeah, a, 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 a skin on turkey breast. Um, cold cut slices, obviously. Yeah. Um, folded over on top of each other to, to get more surface area. Um, and maybe, maybe an, a, a nice light ham to go with it. Yeah. I am a big proprietor of ham and turkey together. Yeah. Um, light mayo pressed against the, the top bun there. Um, and just, just you know, a, a nice white bread loaf. Uh, a, a sub roll, obviously. Um, Welcome to Deviating Tangents, <laughs> where we make sandwiches. And like this, this is not at all a sandwich I would eat. Like, like I got no, I got no problem with, with ham and turkey. But like, usually I'm getting like, <clears throat> hot ham, capicola, um, and and what else goes on on? See, I can't, I can't name what it is because the place I get it from is local to here. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the, my my sub order is usually the same uh, every time. Yeah, light lettuce, onions, mayo, and American cheese, and, and the meats. <coughs> I do like a decent amount of mayo on my subs. <coughs> like, like not falling off with every bite, but like enough to know that there's a lot of may mayonnaise on the sandwich. Yeah. <clears throat> so for me. I'd probably choose same circumstances because hmm. I would not eat the sandwich either. Um, I'd like to get like a like a like a really dark bread. Okay. Like think like if pumpernickel bread were in like sandwich bread shape. All right. Like that nice deep brown, maybe like shaved oats on the top of it for like texture. Okay. Um. Nice, um, like, enough mayo to, like, moisten the bread mm -hmm. and, like, some type of, like, specialty mustard. Okay, yep. Same type of tomato and lettuce situation as you. Okay. Like, 
And when I mean lettuce, I mean like I want a nice single perfect leaf of like romaine lettuce. Yeah, yeah. Um, nicely, like I don't want to say super thin sliced tomatoes, but like enough so that you can see them, but not so much that it's a hassle. Yeah. Um, and I would probably go with some type of like a nice. Well, I was gonna choose a dark meat, but then I went with dark bread, so I don't know. I think I'm gonna turn now. I don't think this would go very well on like a pump, like a pumpernickel looking bread. So let's just call it like let's call it whole wheat. I, I, I think I think dark meats go well with dark bread. I mean, but like I'm thinking like looking. Okay. Like I like to have like a bunch of the. You want the, you want the contrast there. Yeah. Um. Tuna fish. Really? Yeah. For the for like with with celery in it. Mm -hmm. So that like you got like the texture and the texture of the look and the texture of the mouth feel. Mm -hmm. And I do like celery in my tuna fish. Yeah. I'm not fond of it, but like I'll eat it. Yeah. As long as they're not huge chunks or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know, to top it off, uh, some type of yellow cheese. I don't even care what kind, but a, like a nice yellow cheese. Like a cheddar or something? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I would not eat it, but. Oh, yeah, I, w I wouldn't eat it either. Like, see? I changed my bread choice to like whole wheat, <laughs> and I'm vehemently against whole wheat bread. See, if, if I'm eating tuna, it's at home in my house, just on white bread. Yeah. Um, I do mix some Old Bay into it, which I think gives it a nice kick. One of my favorite types of sandwiches, um, and I discovered this recently, um, I'm starting to get into peppers more, like mm. bell peppers. Mm -hmm. Green, orange, red, yellow, doesn't matter. They're all the same pepper. Literally the but same they, pepper. But they taste different depending on when you pick them. Um, red bell pepper on like toasted white or Italian bread, mm -hmm. uh, melted provolone, and tuna fish. I never thought in my life that the red bell pepper would do so much to help the sandwich. Yeah. See, I just, I'm, I'm not that big fan of tuna. I grew up with it, and yet I'm glad I won't eat it anymore. Yeah. Or I will still eat it. I was thinking of a different type of meat, <laughs> and that meat is bologna. Yeah, I'm not a fan of bologna. Like the, the fucking puck <laughs> yep. of Oscar Mayer bologna. Yep. So I used to work with a guy who would like not even layer the bologna. I think he just took the puck out of the package, put two pieces of bread together, and that was it. That's funny. Just, I, I mean, you don't need to treat bologna with care. I mean, even still, like, the reason you, you layer meat on a sandwich... Is so that you can you spread out the amount of stuff that you're using. No. So, um, like, the, the folding technique that people use to, like, at Subway to, to make it look pretty... Um, that makes more surface area for your tongue, so you taste it more. Oh. There, there's actually a scientific reason why, why they do it that way. I figured that, like, it creates, like, artificial coverage with less. Oh, which I it, mean, there's, it might, there's that, It also too. does yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, but, like, I don't know. I thought that was the whole reason, so that, like, sub shops can use less product when making I'm, I'm sure that's part of it, but, like, surface area is everything in a sandwich. Yeah. No, I won't do I won't do bologna anymore. If I think about it, I can still taste it. Yeah, I I haven't had it in a long time, but I am a big fan of roast beef. Yeah, and and like I'm glad there's not an Arby's around here because like it'd be so dangerous for me because I yeah. would just go there all the time. I was about to <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> where the nearest Arby's to us is, but um no, no it's, there's it's a decent hike. Yeah, there's one like. 
10 miles away that I don't care to go to. I'm not yeah. a big enough fan of Arby's to want to go. Exactly. But, I mean, there's there's one in the mall, but, like, even that is too far. Yeah. Plus, like, that, it's the mall, so... Yeah. yeah. You have to drive out to get there, and it's like... You have to go in, there's tons of people You have to deal there. with people. Yeah. You know. But, um... What is it? Uh, we were talking about roast beef. Yeah. Um, I really like London broil. Yep. It's a great cut of meat. Like, a lot of... I know people that have argued that it's like... Oh, but, like, it's not pink. It's just, like, overcooked. It's just, like, overcooked beef. And it's, like... Mm. But it's seasoned so well, it makes up for it. See, if, if I'm eating, like, a steak or something, usually I'll go medium rare. Lately, I've been going more rare. Yeah. And and just, like, a good sear on the outside, a decent amount of salt on every bite, and I'm just in heaven. Yeah. My Uncle Brian is one of those, kind, is one of those guys that, like, if you give him a steak, like, if he grills his own steak, He'll throw it on the grill in seconds, flip it over, 10 more seconds, and it's done. Yep. And I'm like, that's a bit much for me, <laughs> but... I mean, I eat sushi, that's that's kind of... It's just, just beef sushi. <laughs> that's horrible. I would, like, I would like to try Wagyu beef one, yes. one day. Yes. I saw a picture of um, an Aldi cart. Mm -hmm. So Aldi has... Um, Aldi's great. Yeah. Um... Aldi has carts that take quarters, so you can unlock them from the other carts to discourage, you know, people stealing the carts, and to encourage you to put the cart back so you can get your quarter back. I've seen pictures of people who have melted this coin lock mechanism mm. to get their quarter back, and like, why? Just why put do that? The Ex cart exactly back. <laughs> what are you going to use it for? <laughs> That's like when um the. Scott and I used to work at a place where it was right off of, not a highway, it was close yeah. to a highway, but it was right off of like a main thoroughfare, like a county route. Yep. And it was in a commercial district with like a bunch of other stores. Mm -hmm. And so every, I don't think, this was years ago, I don't think you were working there yet. There was one Black Friday mm -hmm. where uh, two of the guys we used to work with spent the whole night going down the county route picking up carts out of wow. out of the front of other stores and wow. we're talking like five stores down that just don't be an ass put your carts away it's like there are the corrals right near where you park yeah like like people have said it before putting the cart away is is the litmus test for for being a decent person yeah if you can't put your cart away you are an asshole yeah like there's there's no there's no two ways about it. As much as like I'm all about like making opportunities for people to have jobs, Aldi does a really smart thing with that coin return to like yeah. limit the need for people yeah. to like have to return cards. Plus like it and all that. Yeah. And, and like, you can focus on like the more important things than who do we have staff to go wrangle carts. Yeah. And it's like people really want it, you could rationalize that you paid for the cart. If you don't mind not using that quarter ever again, you can you could just steal the cart. I'm not condoning this, mind you, but if you really wanted to, you could be like, I paid for this cart. I fed it the 25 cents I need to be able to use it until I return it. It's mine. What are you gonna do with a? How are you gonna transport a cart? I mean, yeah, it's got wheels, but like, you drove it's to just, the store. You can't put it in your car. It's I don't. If you put it in like the bed of your truck, if you've got one, it's gonna like people are gonna be like. You steal an Aldi cart? 
I paid for it. It's got my quarter in there. <laughs> I'm taking it to a remote location to hold it hostage until it gives it back. Oh my god. I mean, like, I, I've seen pictures of people, like, turning carts into grills and things like yeah. that, but that just seems like more effort than it's worth. I would love to see somebody, like, legitimately, and I don't think you could do this because it's, like, it's store property and stuff like that. Yeah. And so it's, like, like you can't walk into, like, a bagel shop and ask for the bagel cutter. <laughs> that has happened <laughs> to at a place where Jess used to work. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I wish you could legitimately go into a business. So you go into Aldi. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I would like to buy one of your shopping carts. And for whatever reason, they say yes. You go through right. with the transaction. You buy the cart. It's legally yours. What are you going to do with it? Shop at other places with your <laughs> own cart. They're like, can I, inter- can I get you a cart? You're like, nope, I brought my own. <laughs> so interesting tidbit about, about shopping carts because I know random shit. Um, when they were first invented, they did not catch on. Like, the inventor hired, had to hire actors to go around stores with these shopping carts to make them look attractive. That's interesting. I, I just... They're so ubiquitous get, now that it, it seems I, insane. I think a lot of that has to do with the idea of, like, shopping for the week. Yeah. Or, like, shopping for the month. Because it's like, if you go back to, like, the 40s hmm. and women didn't work, they were expected to take care of the house and raise the kids and cook dinner and all that. Hmm. They would have time in their day to go shopping every day. Yep. And you just have to shop for what you were having for dinner. You only need a basket to handle that. <coughs> yep. Which is, is kind of a real problem these days. Like, it is expensive and difficult to eat healthy because, like, you don't have time to get fresh produce every day. Yeah. And, and if you're buying for the week, for the month... It's not going to stay fresh long it, enough. Exactly. So, for the so, week, maybe. Maybe. But, like, you're you're buying all these things that are going to keep, and they keep because they have all these preservatives in them, and they're, they're, that's just not healthy for you. Yeah. He says as he looks at his burrito. <laughs> that he got from a Taco Bell. Yeah. On every corner of every street <laughs> for, for the entirety of America. Oh, man. It's, it's just healthy food and, and just being healthy in general is too expensive for most lifestyles. Yeah. Because, like, people are supposed to be spending X amount of hours exercising every day. Who has the time? Yeah. Who, who has the time and who has the energy to exercise? That's like, and experts say that you should be exercising independently of whatever you do for a job. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you have a job that is physically strenuous... That doesn't count as your exercise. Yeah. Or it's not supposed to. Yeah. And I just... There, there, there's not enough hours in the day. Yeah. And, and you know, these these well-off people say, oh, we have the same 24 hours. No, we don't. You have housekeepers. You have people to do your laundry for. You have people to watch your kids. You don't need to commute to work. You can you can sit on, an, on like, a bike elliptical. Yeah. While you're on a Zoom call yeah. with your CEO that you're like the what like assistant sales director for. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do, you don't even have to talk. You can just sit on the call. Your presence is all that's required. Yeah, and, and you're getting paid big bucks to do it. And so like you can just sit there on mute. You don't even have to have like your video on. You just had to, you could leave. <laughs> you could bang the maid. You're getting paid to do that. 
because it's expensive to be poor. Not not just monetarily, but like your physical health declines as well. Yeah. And I, I saw a tweet from uh, Tay Zondi the other day, the, the chocolate rain. Um, I think it's pronounced Zondi. Whatever. Um, it, it was essentially being poor charges interest. Yeah. Like, you can't afford to get that, that lump looked at now. Well, now, later you have to deal with a tumor. Yeah. You can't afford to get your teeth looked at now. Well, now they all fall out. You, but then you don't have to go get them looked at. You, you, need, you need to pay get for the root replaced. canals. You need to pay to get them replaced. You need to pay for the, the full uh, mouth replacement, like teeth surgery, where, like, they drill yep. into your plates. I just... Something's got to change. And soon, because, like, this this is unsustainable. I, I, I saw a post um, today in um, Sri Lanka? India, somewhere over there. I think Sri Lanka is part of India. They, they're, they're, um, it's nearby. <laughs> they're, they're saying like they're fasting like it's Ramadan because everyone's fucking broke. Yeah, but they, they can't afford food, so they're, they're fasting. That's like, um, now this was taken a little bit. The context was different because it's like Haiti for a long time has always been like financial despair. Yeah, where it's like <clears throat> rather than go out, like the economic spectrum was so bad. That, like, rather than go... But there were some people that, like... It looked kind of pathetic. And I'm sure the way that the news was framing it yeah. was, like, definitely biased. But it looked a little pathetic that you have people that would rather, like, make dirt cakes mm -hmm. to sustain themselves. Rather than go out and work a job that honestly did suck, but could pay you enough to be able to afford to eat that day. I don't know. At some point, you just give up. Yeah. The, the the mental weight is too much. Like, like I hate working, but like I I think the mental strain on on me is is too much to work more than a couple hours a week. And, and I hate my job, I hate the people I work with. But like people will say, oh you you'll get that everywhere. Why? Why do we accept that? Why, yeah. why is that just a thing that's that exists? Not that's not supposed to be the part of the mold that carries. Yeah. Like, there, there are people out there who genuinely love what they do, and that is fantastic for them. I can't do it. Like, I'm I working for someone else and being beholden. What if, what if you worked for someone else that enjoyed what they did? What if it was, like, a, like a individually owned store that, like, five people work in the building and like everybody's like a stakeholder of this solitary small business i mean that 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 might be different because like the atmosphere would like make yeah. your make your work yeah. life better i don't know i just where i'm at now is not good for my mental health where a lot of people are at right now is not good for their mental health no deal with the public the public sucks remember how this episode talk started with us talking about sandwiches yeah yeah all right what is your favorite side for a sandwich chips hand down hands down what type barbecue is a good bet like, like the baked barbecue um I, I generally like like the baked chips over the the normal ones but if if i'm 
feeling special, like I'll go for kettle cooked just for that extra crunch. Yeah. I do like kettle cooked. It's come, in my experience, like ruffles, sour cream, and cheddar okay. chips yep. go with like everything. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're just a good all around chip. Yeah. You know what I what kind of chips I can't stand anymore? What's up? So I think they still make them. If not, I can understand why. Lay's used to make a honey barbecue chip. Not barbecue, not the black bag. Yep. It was, it was like it was this yellow. it was like the golden yellow, yeah. the honey barbecue chips. They taste great as a novelty. Mm-hmm. If you if someone like it's like it's like <laughs> try these chips, they taste really good, and you have one or two, you're like, wow, that is really good. But trying to eat a whole bag is, is yeah. different. Okay, it's like yeah. it, it's one of those things where the taste builds on your tongue and it just doesn't yeah. taste the same after yeah. 17 chips. I can't tell if if this is the happy flower talking or just my fat self talking, but like, I'm going to the store later. I'm picking up funyuns and French onion dip. And I'm now, going... do you break the funyuns and put them on the French onion dip, or I was just gonna dip it. Oh, okay. But like, funyuns are not something. Like, no. Like, like funyuns are are just a straight eat out of the bag thing. Yeah. It's like pork rinds. People yeah. that use pork rinds as like a topping for other things. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're just supposed to munch them. Yeah. Not before bed, though, because apparently that causes hallucinations. That's funny. <laughs> Do you remember? I think this was last year. God. It was either one year or two years ago. If it was two years ago, I'm going to really question where all the time went. But um, the, the last couple of years have just blended together. It's just been one long day. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, do you remember when, like, people were just starting to discover, it was sometime last year, like, kind of, like, around, like, March, April-ish, where people were starting to discover that, like, nutmeg in much larger quantities than you would normally use yep. Yep. can be, like, hallucinogenic? Yep. So you suddenly had, like, people making, like, just, like, getting, like, those custom K-cups and, like, just dumping mm-hmm. nutmeg in it for, like, their Keurigs and stuff and, like, drinking Oh, like, it. making nutmeg tea and yeah. stuff like that? Okay. Or maybe just even just dumping nutmeg into hot water and drinking it. Okay, yeah. To get high. That sounds dangerous. That's a waste of nutmeg. Yeah. And that stuff's expensive. Yeah. If, if, if I'm trying to get high, I'm just... I'm gonna smoke weed. It's and, legal in most places now. Yeah, it is legal in more places than it is not. Yeah. Technically still federally illegal, so check your local laws. That's only because not every state has made it legal yet. Yeah, we are going to force the government's hand. There's, there's, it's gonna happen. Like, weed and porn. That's the only thing the government can't mess with. Yeah. They're not supposed to mess with a bunch of other things, but that's where we draw the line. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't want to say weed is a miracle drug, but like, it fixes so many problems. The report. So I saw this. So, if, if, if I'm thinking the same one you are, then yes. The COVID one? Yeah, so um, it is not what people think it is. So it's the last time I looked into it, because I didn't look into it super hard, I'm just going to say what I saw. Yep. I saw a news article from The Guardian. Mm-hmm. So you know it's like, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, whatever. But I, wanted, but I saw the headline, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to skim this at least. <laughs> that... At the time, all they had was like a petri te- was like a petri dish test mm-hmm. that it was possible to identify whether or not uh, the s- marijuana smoke can like inhibit the same receptors in your cells that COVID that like COVID virus used to attach to your cells. Mm-hmm. There's no definitive proof yet, 
so the article I read um, said that it could possibly prevent prevent it from entering human cells. Yes. However, it's not going to happen because the the chemical that that is in in the cannabis is in such small quantities that and and it also it's also killed by heat so you can't smoke it to to get these benefits and it's in such small quantities that you would need to eat the raw plant like <laughs> several pounds at a time yeah in, in this minutes it's like <clears throat> it's like the almond cyanide poisoning thing yeah yeah so so like in in a typical plant you're you're looking at like 100 grams of this whatever mm -hmm. and what they're using for testing is like a hundred thousand so it's it's while it sounds promising marijuana is not gonna save you that's why COVID. that's why you always need practical testing yeah because like yeah. just because something looks okay in a vacuum does not mean that the math is going to work exactly and and again like it's killed by heat so you can't you have to eat the raw plant yeah, you, can't, and, you can't just smoke forever yeah as much as some people would like to yeah yeah i actually don't smoke all that much like i consider myself a daily smoker even if i skip a day or two but like a joint will last me like four days yeah i mean three or four days but like for some people that's 10 minutes yeah and i just you're not one of those chain smokers yeah no i'll, I'll take enough to to take the edge off but that that's about it I used to work with people, this was years ago, I was living in North Carolina at the time. Um, I used to work with people that would take like a 10 minute smoke break mm -hmm. and smoke like four cigarettes. Yeah. And I'm like, dude. I, I don't. Those I don't are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like 12 bucks a pack. It's ridiculous. That's why I stopped. Couldn't afford it anymore. I just, I've, I've never had any interest in, in tobacco cigarettes and I never will. It's always a peer pressure thing yeah or like sometimes it's a self-pressure thing because <laughs> you're like you're like everybody's trying it it's like i deserve to try new things and it's a, it's usually in that part of your life where you're like i just even if i don't like it i just want to try it and yeah. then you come back to it later going well did i really not like it or was it just like i wasn't ready and yeah. then next thing you know you've got an addiction exactly i just i don't i don't see the point so i'll tell you this with me and my mother also, I think it has it, it, it's heavily rooted in anxiety, maybe. Mm. Because for both my mother and myself, when she smoked and when I smoked, it was something we could do with our hands. Mm. So it's just having like a... I get that. A, yeah. tac a tactile thing yeah. that you can do. I See, I get the same way when, when I'm out smoking. And, and like, I like looking at the tip, the, the nice glowing cherry tip. Yeah. And... You know, it's, it's not the bonfire that I want, but it is a small fire nice to look at. You just like fire. <laughs> so it um, has been proven to reduce anxiety. Yes. Is, is, is looking at fire. Um, and weed. And weed, yeah. Interestingly, though, too much weed causes anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> People, yeah. Um, it's That's kind of why I don't take too much. Um, I've had some bad trips, though. Like the i absolutely need water right now i'm going to die but it, <laughs> um 
and and the, the the crushing weight on top of me yeah like i i'm i am in this chair i cannot move that is it i'm glad i have my phone in my hand in case i have an emergency this is where i'm going to be for the next hour and a half yeah <laughs> but all in all not too bad like i've had blurry version it's it's, it's not bad yeah the the pros for me outweigh the cons and and everyone should should be making the, their own personal decisions with that yeah don't don't take anything i say as scientific or medical advice or any of that i'm i'm just some loser with a podcast listen to your <laughs> listen to your doctor but also pay attention to how you feel yeah but see that's the biggest thing don't ignore your body like, like too many people i understand because like going to the doctor is is expensive and scary but yeah. like don't ignore the signs your body is is, is telling you yeah like, like your brain and your self may be the same entity but your brain knows more than you do yeah. if that makes sense there's a lot of disconnect mm -hmm. that you wouldn't realize between your brain and your body yeah like, like emotions are one yeah that, that's that's your your brain's way of, of of telling yourself that things are changing i guess yeah if they, they exist it is your response to stimuli. Yeah. We just did an episode about this a couple, well, like a month ago <laughs> now, but that was episode 17, I think. We were talking about yeah. like emotions and logic. Yeah. But that wasn't this episode. In fact, this episode's over. <laughs> so, everybody, this has been episode 19 of the Deviating Tangent podcast. Uh, did you miss us? <laughs> You know, the episodes where we talk about everything, yep. and then one of us walks away sad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next episode, episode 20 of the Deviating Tangents podcast. No idea what we're going to be talking about yet. So it's just as much a surprise for you as it is for us. <laughs> so you can keep on waiting for that next thing, and then it's like, oh, new episode's out, and then it comes out, and you're like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> I'll check again next week. Go smoke some weed and eat a sandwich. See you guys next week.